We love want to talk a little bit about, um, and we're recording, by the way, mm-hmm. people getting shortchanged in the game. Yep. I'll tell you something quick, fast. I used to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Catch me on Spotify. Um, <laughs> and once upon a time, I thought like a thousand dollars a verse would be something good. You're telling me people are low changing for five hundred dollars? Yeah. Talk to me. A lot of people, you know, it's so crazy. Like you get, they will come to you and be like, "Oh, how much? Like you know, how much is it to get you on a feature? How much is it to?" book you or whatever and then yeah. you give them a price and you don't hear from them again what do you mean so it's just like oh where did you expect me to say something lower like so what do you think is the standard price right now that an artist should be getting for verse on the I, come up on the come up i would say like when you say on the come up like they already did a couple things for themselves yeah like music videos buzzing. popping got a good social media at presence least, at least a rack I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah at least yeah, around yeah. fifteen hundred. I, 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 I could, I could live with that. You know what I'm saying? So you're telling me that they're not doing a, a rack for 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 Tia Banks? What the <laughs> fuck, fam? Like, don't be telling me this, eh? Listen, let's just. I'm not changing my price. <laughs> I'm not changing my price. My price went up, and it's just like if you can't meet my price, then. I look at it like a like a like you know how like a business uh-huh. they will set their price and they know that whoever is not trying to buy their product that's not their their target audience right. that's not their target consumers the people that are their target consumers are the ones that are willing to pay money and might even think oh my god that's it you know listen out that's how I know that there's gonna be some artist or some promoter or somebody out there that's gonna be like that's all you're charging mm. I got that you're blessed. Well, you know what, what Fat Joe says, right? Yesterday's price is not today's not price. Not today's price. <laughs> exactly. Yo, let's get it popping, yo. Let's get it popping. What she said? Uh-uh-uh. It's about to go down. <laughs> it's big bang shit. Where's my sound effect? Yeah. Don't play with it, my nigga, like you voted in the cake. I don't want your dick, nigga, just put it away. Uh-huh. On my exes, no, I'm, I'm not, not the one to replace. Single ass nigga still trying to spin the block. That lame ass nigga, I can never double back. I don't need to for the bag. You trying to book me for a show, better deposit the cash. I ain't signing no more deals unless I get in advance. Why the fuck would I be stressing when I carry this ass? I hold weight, little mommy, no, I cook with the bread. Uh-huh. Got them sweating every time they hear I'm dropping a song. My only goal now is to retire my mom. Mm. Full course meals. Only list I'm trying to make is the Forbes Will Smith. Got it right. It's time to smack a nigga still. Attitude the way it is, cause I'm a fucking big deal. It's going down, yo. Holy. <laughs> I like to start with a little conversation in the beginning, but you know, we back we back at it. This is your boy Friday, Ricky Dread, here with another interview for your head top. And before I get into it, big salute to our sponsors, Astro Pink. If you know, you know. Check them out on their website, myastropink.com, or on their Instagram page, the real Instagram page, Astro underscore pink scene. But uh, listen, I feel like this has been a, a retry and a retry and a retry of retries, yo. We're on our, I think, fourth try of getting this 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 conversation happening. Really? I think so, fam. I We've been th- trying to get an interview popping for like a year, fam. Maybe longer. I oh, you know what? I know there was a one other time, and I I 
honestly don't know what happened. Mm. Don't know what happened. Well, listen, no worries about that. I'm glad to have you here now. So for the people in the viewing audience who are seeing this lady here who has been burning up the whole scene with the bars and the tunes, we have Tia Banks in the mother effing building. Air horns coming. Big bang so what's going on, yo? Talk to me. Like, how has your 2022 been? Like, if you could describe it in one word. Movie. Movie, eh? Movie. Bow. <laughs> Bow movie. <laughs> yeah, you've had some super highlights. One mm -hmm. thing I, I really want to talk to you about quick fast also is the Rolling Loud experience. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You got you got to touch that Rolling Loud stage, Listen. yo. Listen. This is what I wanted to talk to you about. Talk too. to me. I remember seeing, you know, you guys, uh, you guys dropped a video about um, everybody that was on the list that made it on the list, and you were even saying, <laughs> you were even saying how um, you guys were talking about prices, like mm -hmm. how much people, how much people made, or how much everyone was gonna get paid. Okay, and you guys brought on my name and said somebody like me is getting like five hundred dollars or something like that. <gasps> Oh, yeah. we're getting full circle yeah, into this five hundred dollar yeah, moment now. Yeah, what's up with that? Come on. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I feel like why does that even matter? It's 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 not always about the money when it's like an opportunity like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you should just be like happy that like a lot of artists made it on the on the big stage. Like that's like a whole other like. Okay, now I I have like a bunch of new supporters that I can gain. That's like mm -hmm. a whole other platform. Well, listen. I I I'm I didn't mean to offend in any type of way. I'll I'll start by that. You know what I'm saying, and I'll apologize if I did. But I I just feel like I've done a lot of shows in in my day. I've done a lot of them for free, so it's mm -hmm. I I understand the game. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. But besides that, the experience itself. How was it? You know, you're getting up on the stage and you're seeing like an ocean of people, oh, fam. It was a surreal moment. I was just like, and you don't got to hold the mic. You good? You good? <laughs> to this day uh -huh. I still can't even process my experience like from start to finish from like even getting prepared mm -hmm. and knowing oh today's my day like I'm gonna be on this stage and then getting there in the like being in um was the, the my dressing room being yeah. in my dressing room with my team it was it was crazy seeing the other artists that were like our neighbors mm -hmm. um that they were prepping to to get on stage and then when it was time for us to go on stage it was just like Whoa, I'm really here? I'm on the stage right now. Movie. Yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And even with that experience, right, Um, a couple of questions pop into my brain. One, did you get to, like, who did you get to meet backstage who you were like, holy, I'm meeting this person? So I got to meet... Um... <laughs> that you were super excited, like kind of crushed. <laughs> oh... Who did I get? Oh, like in general? Yeah. Like, oh, remember, I, there's bare stars in the, in town that weekend. Maybe a little Roddy Rich. Oh my gosh, who did I get to meet? I feel like, like I said, like my brain it still hasn't processed everything. But like, I met like a couple of the Toronto rappers. Mm -hmm. Um. Huh. Ar Paisley. Oh yes, Ar Paisley. Salute to Ar Paisley. Yeah. Um. T. 
TV Gucci, yes. Oh my, and I was, they were my next door neighbors. A.R. Paisley, TV Gucci. Um, and there was like one other person. I hate that no, like the names aren't coming to my head right now. Well, no worries. About I hate that. that. What about even from that experience, right? Because like I feel like that was a great opportunity for a lot of Toronto rappers, and I feel that it's something that should be should have been extended past that moment. Mm-hmm. Did you like find different ways of moving past that moment and getting some opportunities from it? Like were different links coming in from that? Oh yeah, I yeah. was able to like get links for like more interviews and more shows, mm-hmm. and even like a like another club hosting. Nice. It was it was more like the supporters for me. Like, you know, I like being able to know that I can gain new listeners mm-hmm. no matter the crowd, no matter like the the festival, no matter the the show. I'm always able, even if it's like five people, five new listeners or five new followers, it does a lot for me. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, like you've had a great year because you popped up on the manifesto stage as well. Yeah. And manifest manifesto is like a historic thing that goes down in this city. It's like a big deal to to grace those stages. It's like a, it's yeah. like a rite of passage. You know what I'm saying? So how one did that you link that up and then the feeling once you got on the stage? So my manager actually got the the show for got me on manifest, manifesto mm-hmm. and honestly just to be a part of that was like a really great experience. And let me tell you why it meant so much to me. Because before I performed on that stage, mm-hmm. I watched Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne perform on that stage. Yes. And in my head, as I'm in the Young Money reunion concert, as I'm there, I keep thinking in my head, this is the stage I'm going to be on Yeah. in a couple of days. Th- literally this week. And I'm watching Nicki on the stage right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, that's a legendary and, stage. And I love Nicki Minaj. So just being able to watch somebody that I look up to in rap and music and knowing that, oh, my God, I'm going to be on the same stages as her. Mm-hmm. It just like it really motivates you like, yo, you're meant to be here. Yeah. And even with the um, some of the highlights of the year, I'm going to keep on giving your flowers and your highlights. OK, how did it feel when you seen and I'm going to make sure I pronounce homie's name right. Um, Queda, Queda man. From much music. Oh, Quay. <laughs> oh, Quay's my dog. <laughs> I've known him for like a, a long while. Really? Because like, yo fam, like you're, you're mentioning you on the much music page and stuff yeah. like that. Like you're popping it's, up all over the place. Yeah, it's all love with him. Honestly, I even um got to see him at the Juno brunch and it was like, it was a great vibe. You know, these are really great people and these are like the people that you, you would love to like have a part of your journey too. Mm-hmm. So. So you said Juno brunch. Yes. What's going on with that? Are you like applying for Juno awards to make sure that you're in submissions and all that type of stuff too? N- not this year, but hopefully next year we'll get to apply. Mm-hmm. But um, just I was a part of the experience last year being at the Juno brunch, and you know it was so great. I got to meet um Cardinal Official, Mayshow mm-hmm. um, Fresh West, um, Keisha, like. You're seeing a lot of artists that were before you, yeah. and it really makes you think, like, "Oh my God, I'm in a, I'm in a room full of like OGs, legends, legends. in the city." Yeah, no, definitely. These are just like I feel like these are always confirmations and reminders and motivation for me. So, well, you know, you're you're a young legend in the making. You know what I'm saying? And, and you were in LA um, last year, May. Yes. Wow, what was that experience like? Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
Honestly, every time I get to go to LA, it's always like a surreal moment too. Yeah. I've never been to LA. Uh, like before 2022, 2021, I've never been to LA. Mm-hmm. 2021 was my first time. And I got to um, go to Paramount Studios. Okay. As a big studio, you literally can meet anybody in that studio. And I got, I actually got to sit down face to face with um, like Grammy writers and Grammy producers. And mm-hmm. It was, it was crazy. I'm like, wow, this is how quick you can like get connected to people. Yeah. I really wish Toronto was like that. Like you just walk in the studio and then you like see a couple of well-known Toronto producers and well-known Toronto rappers and then just start cooking up, start working. Mm -hmm. That's literally how the vibe is in LA. Like you can walk in a room and just make a song. Yeah. Yeah. Do me a favor and just turn that mic. Just, yeah, there you go. Perfect. Um, also, when it comes to LA, and I, I don't want to get started because I get on a rant when it that type of type of stuff. There's a ceiling over here, so I'm glad that you're able that you're in the states, you're doing your thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying, and and making moves over there. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's go back a little bit though. Right. You you grew up in Scarborough. Yes. Right. So, I through my research, I hear you know Scarborough, Scarborough, but I didn't get to hear what part of Scarborough. It's important for the Toronto audience. It's, Scarborough's just not enough for us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So what ends exactly? I'm from Galloway. Oh, okay. big Seaway, big <laughs> the way, the only way. And I'm shouted out Galloway in my chat. Mm. <laughs> Yo, fam, the hair just went up on the back of my neck right there. Jeez. So life growing up in the G Way, right? Because I'm familiar with the area, yeah. right? And and that's an area that pops up in documentaries and all types of shit, right? Yeah. What was life like for you growing up over there? <sighs> It's honestly like I'm. I'm gonna. Not, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's like sh- the East End is like it's struggling. Like mm-hmm. you know, like you're living the hard knock life, but you're like trying to make the most of it. Like you know, not we. You like literally cop cars be in and now in and now. You're always hearing the sirens, wondering yo what happened, who's gonna. Uh, you just even become numb to it. Like yeah. when you like when you hear the cop cars, you're not even like really checking like that. Mm-hmm. So, um. The not it wasn't the first place I ever recorded my first song, but the Boys and Girls Club in Galloway was definitely my main studio. Okay, where, like you know, as I was going through high school and stuff, I would always go down there, and believe it or not, like that's where I met Velo. No, salute to Velo. I was saying, so yeah. you, you know, that, that was a little period where I walked into a studio and it was like, okay, and at the time we was just some young niggas. Or young kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a nigga. But we were some young kids just like cooking up, like making bangers and stuff like that. And we just like, yo, we we knew we wanted to be rappers. Yeah. We knew we wanted to like really do this for real. So. And what about the household? Did you have like a full household? Was it you, mom, dukes, pop dukes was there? Just like, me what? and my mom. <laughs> Are you an only child? <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? Me too. <laughs> Only child gang. <laughs> Only child gang gang. I mean, at one point, it, um, my dad was in the picture, but my dad passed away. So it okay, just ended up yeah. my mom. So, yeah. so as an only child, mm-hmm. there's like, we know how to occupy ourselves. Yep. How did you occupy yourselves dolo when you're like, when, when you're a kid? Like, what was your, your imagination space, your thing that you did? I watched a lot of a lot of shows and I read a lot of like not books but fan fiction stories as a kid. Interesting. And also back then I used to 
search lyrics on YouTube like crazy. Mm-hmm. So when Nicki came out, oh, I knew every lyric. Yeah. <laughs> every lyric, I was go, uh, uh, and that's kind of what, like, you know, my friend at the time, I used to rap Nicki all the time, like walking home from school. I would like rap a new Nicki song. She'd be like, girl, you should, we in middle school. She's like, girl, you should be a rapper. Mm-hmm. I was like, me a rapper? <laughs> no, I just like Nicki. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what I that's what I did to occupy myself until I started until I discovered writing mm-hmm. and I only discovered writing because I wasn't a kid that always like spoke up for myself. I never always like said how I felt and my mom always used to tell me, "Oh, if you can't say how you feel, just write it." Yeah. So I would just get like a pencil and a paper and start writing down my feelings. But I because I was into fan fiction too, I kind of like tried to make like a story out of my feelings and then I'm like, oh, but I want to make it rhyme too. Mm -hmm. So everything just started like playing out in its own way. So did it start as a rap or did it start like more of a poetry thing that evolved into rap? I I was just writing. Mm -hmm. Didn't even like, I would just write a bunch of shit and put it in the corner and I never, I never looked at them again. Like I would like, you know, like this will be, but I'm not taking myself serious at age 12. Yeah, I yeah. Remember, I know I like doing it. Mm-hmm. It was like my escape. So, you know, but it was when I got to high school and I'm like, yo, I have a couple of shit in my head. Like I saw niggas doing cypher. So I'm like, oh, let me spit some. Yeah. And I spin and everybody was like, whoa, what? Team, you're going crazy. You're going crazy. Like they yeah. were all hailing me up, hyping me up. And I was like, that's when every, like I'm telling you literally, like a good amount of like the students in my school were telling me, yo, go to the studio or I'm dragging you to the studio. Mm. Mans knew my potential before I even knew my potential. Yeah, yeah. Listen, fam, even the way that you burnt down the booth just for the TRLF show just now, you murked that. (laughs) Like, yo, you see me. I was like, I was had the Holy Ghost going on through me. You know what I'm saying? I was going crazy. But okay, even like with, um, with the dynamic at home and stuff like that, right? Yeah. You and mom Dukes, like, how was that dynamic? Like, two women in the house together. Like, was there, like, clashing heads sometimes? Was it chill? Definitely clashing of the heads. I mean, it's true what they say. Like, moms and daughters are, like, always bickering and battering. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I wish it wasn't like that. I really wish it wasn't like that. But, you know, now that I'm older, like, I was kind of, you know, Turning into the homie a little bit, yeah. but like back then, yeah, it was it was a yeah. lot of fights, a lot of fights. Did you know with the area being you know so notorious for being crime riddled and everything like that? How did you stay out of the, the bullshit, or did you stay out of the bullshit? I told you we was all we all went to the boys and girls club. That's how we stayed out of. That's trouble. how you stayed out of. We it. stayed out of trouble going to the boys well, and listen, girls club. Listen, fam, not to interrupt you, but there's a lot of people in the boys and girls club that are on some fuckery. Eh? Don't 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 do that. <laughs> well, I stayed in the boys and girls club. I'm like, once I realized I'm taking music serious, I'm like, I don't know what y'all doing, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be at the studio in the booth. If y'all want to come, cook up, whatever, whatever, I'm gonna be in the studio. That's blessed. That's blessed. I like that. I like that. And and you know. You started rapping more seriously, like, 2014, you would say, right? 2014. Was that grade 10? <laughs> Whatever year I was 15 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when I started, Um, that's when I dropped my first song. So, before the first song, mm-hmm. was that the first one that you were, like, super confident in? Or just the first one, period? Uh, that's the first song, period. Interesting. I wrote it, and I'm like... 
yo, I want to drop this. Mm-hmm. And then I had like a connection with this producer. So I had like hit him up because I knew that he was like engineering. I'm like, you know, I want to, I have the song that I want to record. And he even helped me along the way too. He was just like, yo, like I got you. He ended up being like before the Boys and Girls Club, like I said, like he wasn't, um, the Boys and Girls Club wasn't the first like studio I ever went to. Yeah. You know, I got to record with him and then he helped me push my first song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know, you mentioned Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah. Because uh, I, so you're Barb, right? <laughs> Barba Jace. Let's say Barba Jace. You know what I'm saying? You're not completely into bars, but you're 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 aligned with them. You're Listen, close with them. I'm a bar. Okay, okay. But I'm not gonna antagonize you. <laughs> <laughs> let's leave let's leave the barbs alone. We won't, we I won't love wake the bars though. They, they, I right? live through them. I'm not doing it. I live through them though. Well, besides Nicki Minaj, there's a couple of other names that you that I'm gonna throw at you. Mm-hmm. Beyonce mm-hmm. and Ariana Grande. Yes. Talk to me about those names and what what happens when you hear those names what how did they inspire you listen beyonce is it mm. beyonce is multi-talented she's a performer she's a hit maker mm-hmm. and she's a well-rounded artist like how can you not look at beyonce and not be fascinated and amazed by her artistry yeah she overperforms, if anything like oh did you see her performance in dubai i did not but i heard she got a stupid bag for it bro that that the ending like when she was closing with drunken love chills shivers you will see you if you didn't see it it's literally everywhere but beyonce really is worth every million dollars she got all 25 mil for that 25 mil it could have been a five minute set she still deserved that yeah and and what about ariana grande ariana grande she's a cancer like me so like i feel like oh me too (laughs) cancer gang yeah yeah what month july july what ninth I'm a real cancer gang in the middle. I'm July 3rd. What is Okay. <laughs> okay, here, okay. We can part. We can part. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the cancers. If you a cancer watching this. Yeah. But yeah, Ariana Grande, she's a cancer. And I feel like she's able, she's the voice of cancers. Mm. She always puts like how I feel into her music. I'm like, yo, girl, did you make this for me? Because <laughs> I'd be connected so deeply to her songs. Yeah, that, that emotional stuff. Yes, you know yes. what I'm saying? And I don't like to listen to sad songs. I really don't. Yeah. But I'm going to put on Ariana Grande and Janae Aiko, but Ariana Grande. So what about Slim Shady? <laughs> Slim Shady? I don't know. I just really love Eminem. I love his wordplay. I love his punchlines. I love his metaphors. He is insane. His flow is insane. And I love him on 8 Mile, and I've been begging for them to make a number two of that for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What was your writing process like when you're in the studio? Are you going in there pre-prepared, or are you in there building while you're just listening to the beats and stuff? I'm always prepared before a studio session. Okay, okay. But I'm, I'm the type of artist that even if I'm prepared— mm-hmm. I could still change some things around, even like, you know, like, be like, oh, let's take that out and I'll like maybe try to freestyle something really quickly, think yeah. of something and like, you know, lay it down. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. And one thing, it's kind of a sticky question. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were doing, the, we were supposed to do the interview last time, fam. Yeah. And you never popped up. But I feel like some things changed behind the scenes. Did they or not? With you, business-wise and everything? Oh, I, I, 
Every time you say last time, I keep thinking about like the uh, like j- no 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 earlier this it, month. We, were, we, were spo- uh, we we spoke with a dope rapper and he he dropped some bars as well. Salute to Seiko. You know oh what I'm yeah, saying? Seiko. Right, and you all were supposed to show up together, mm-hmm. but then that never, that never happened, fam. Listen, it be some shady stuff that happens. So that's mm. what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, the business can get a little bit shady. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Give me some things as we as we brought into conversation, right? Like, I know a lot of times when it comes to we- women rapping, mm-hmm. there's always the ghostwriting stuff that comes up, right? Yeah. To me, when you were spitting those bars in there, mm-hmm. that clearly is stuff that comes from the chest. That's you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've asked this before. Why do we think that women get accused of ghostwriting all the time? Because, or having ghostwriters? Because men can't believe a woman could be that sick and rapid. Mm. They don't want to believe, oh, she came up with those bars? Yeah, nah. yeah. Some nigga wrote it for her. But I grew up watching battle rap as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look at the rappers I listen to. I listen to 50 Cent. I listen to Eminem. I mm-hmm. listen to Jay-Z. Of course. Yeah, I yeah. study the formula. I study the grades. Like, they who I want to be like with from their flow to their delivery to their sneaky little punchline. That, you know, the... The bars that make you really think, mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. are my favorite. And, and you know, it, I'm glad that you mentioned that because there's a lot of people <coughs> who I don't think feel that women are just consuming hip-hop like that. They think that you only listen to girly hip-hop or something. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, so I love gangster raps. Yeah. Gangster rap, all the way. No, fam. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that you broke that down. And there was, there was another thing that I've... It's, it's funny because I don't get to ask the men rappers this, right? But I do sometimes ask them this, right? The DMs. Oh, God. Okay? <laughs> I know the DMs can get a little bit crazy with women, period. <sighs> but you're a rapper. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I'm going to fix the mic while you answer that question. Okay. Just give me a second. You're a rapper. What does a male group you look like? Like, how does they? How does a male group you represent themselves as? Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, male groupies to me are guys that are just like willing to do anything to be around you like they're gonna do everything for you they're gonna send you money they're gonna you know take you out all these places it's like tricking basically yeah Yeah. okay (laughs) so when you get these male groupies and stuff like that, right? Yeah. What's the craziest thing that somebody's ever sent you in the DMs? Like, yo, Tia Banks, blah, blah, blah. Men send me dick pictures <laughs> and tell me they want to eat my ass. Oh, my gosh. Stuff like that. So, honestly, I feel like I'm numb to the crazy. Nothing seems crazy to me because I feel like I've seen it all with men. Like, what they're willing to do. To get me and what they're willing to, like, the things that they will say just so I can conversate, like, reply back. I feel like sometimes niggas, like, say, like, crazy shit in hopes that I might respond to that, like, what the hell? You're sick or something. So they could be like, nah, chill, you know. Yeah. I just look at the message and I'm like, yeah, you need therapy. <laughs> Listen, it, it gets kind of spooky out there. Mm-hmm. And even with women in the rap game. Yeah. There's that whole... Guys doing the um, the quote unquote me too type shit. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So for example, hey, let me make some beats for you. Or yo, come, you know, let me book some studio time. You got it for free. But then when you pull up, they're like, but and then they come with the bullshit. Yeah. Have you ever had to deal with it? And if so, how do you deal with it? I actually haven't been in a situation like that yet. Mm-hmm. Because I actually like having people in the studio with me. Mm. <laughs> I make sure my manager even be in my studio session. So and I and I only record with trusted people. Nice. Unless like I'm in LA. But either way, when I'm in LA, my team's like my team has been present with me. Yeah, so I'm yeah. never really alone in the studio where anyone could take advantage of me or ever try that like, oh la da. But how I would handle it is like respectfully. I'm going to let them know, like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, if you don't want to work, which is very disgusting to me because it's just like, how do you see an artist, a female artist, and just want to, like, do sexual things with her? You're not thinking in your head, okay, let's actually work, especially if she's dope. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you always have to sexualize a female artist? Listen, it's a male-oriented game or male-dominated game, right? I mean, so... You know, you're going to get a lot of the bullshit when it comes to the boys club. I'm not saying it's right, Mm -hmm. but it's just something that happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I've noticed it, but it's just like when I think about it, it's like you guys aren't serious. Like, you guys aren't serious. Yeah. And and you're definitely serious about your craft. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing you pop up all over the place online. Like, you've definitely been putting into work, right? But, you know, as you go in this game and you start to travel in your journey what's the big picture for tia banks like what do you see like when you get to like a certain level where your bank account is sitting on let's say 100 mil maybe 200 mil what are all the things that you're going to be doing at that time when you're on that mountaintop when i'm on that mountaintop you already know i'm going to be investing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) investing starting businesses or even investing in businesses making sure my family my loved ones everybody around me is straight help them start up their businesses i'm sorry i just want everybody to be good (laughs) but besides that though what are the things that you're doing like obviously going to be rapping because that's what you're doing now right and you know have a few platinum records and all that oh but what other things do you think that you'll be there at that hundred million thing like is it only rapping that you want to do to get you there oh no i want to act too i'm trying to get i'm trying to get to the top where i can tell 50 you'll put me in the next power episode yeah Some new, some or some of his new series, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Make you the star of that. Yeah, yeah. A Netflix show based around my life. I would love that. And and what about even with your sense of style? Like you know, you're trying to get into doing the fashion oh, yeah, as well yeah, too. Yeah. I'm trying to get into fashion. I would love to have my own line, have my own clothing brand, and you know, when I get better at doing makeup, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm more into skincare products too, so I definitely love to have like a organic skincare line, natural. Natural skincare products. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. And and last couple of questions I have for you here. Like, you know, as somebody who's been doing this music, not for super long, but for a long enough while now, right? Yeah. What's one of the biggest struggles you see, like, being in entertainment or just being a rapper? The biggest struggle before, per, to me personally, was, like, being able to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I noticed, like, that's, like, a lot of rappers, like, hardest obstacles being being consistent being able to constantly drop shout out to the people that always get to drop you know times get times get tough a lot of things can conflict with your consistency like Mm -hmm. you could go broke you could have a down bad you could have family situations you could have like 
like life's life-threatening situations yeah so that's always been um in the past that's always been an issue for me like being able to consistently drop especially music videos and um like i never got to drop a project so it was like oh my gosh you know i felt like i was behind back then but now you know things started picking up so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now the momentum's rolling yeah now the momentum's rolling yeah yeah and with that momentum rolling now what do you have planned like moving ahead like let's say in the six month um, trajectory you know what i'm saying oh we got a couple of music videos on the way and a project Mm. (laughs) we'll have a project come out okay okay Mm -hmm. okay 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 a full project with some features and stuff like that yep okay and trying to do more shows especially this uh, this summer we gotta go crazy yeah Nah, i'm definitely looking forward to it yo yo tia i i think that i think that we got a good concise piece of Tia Banks knowledge right now. Mm-hmm. And as you move forward into this world and continue to collect more data and more accolades, yeah. I need you to circle back and do an update with, with, with you know, your for boy sure. Friday, Ricky. You're my here. cancer bro now. So for okay, sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cancer gang, cancer only gang, gang only, gang. only, uh, only child gang. Like only child we out gang, here. Yeah. We out Come here. On, July fam. gang too. Cause you know, there's June cancers. They ain't the real ones. ones. <laughs> They're not the real cancers. We ain't got to talk about them. Cancer, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 okay give us the show, your social medias anywhere else where you want people to find you you know what i'm saying all that good stuff so y'all can find me on socials at l-i-l-t-i-a-b-a-n-k-s that's mm-hmm. my twitter and my instagram and then my tiktok you know we we turned it up on tiktok Same. l-i-l-t-i-a-b-i-g-b-a-n-k-s little tia big banks and on youtube is t-i-a banks with a dollar sign Okay, okay. Listen, yo, thank you for having this conversation with me here. Um, before we before we get out of here, I also want to give a quick salute to my sponsors. You know, mm-hmm. they, they keep me toasty. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Um, salute, to, salute to the sponsors, Astro Pink. If you know, you know. Check them out on their website, myastropink.com, or on their Instagram page, astro underscore pink. Tia Banks in the building. I think I'm going to take us out here with this tune. It, I want to make sure I'm um, saying the name correctly. Leah? Yes. Okay. Right. It's called Usual and it's featuring Tia Banks. Big Banks shit. Let's get it. Thank you. This beat is crazy. Mm. Nice sound. I know how all this goes. We love hip hop. We love hip hop. We love hip hop. We love hip hop.